One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a fish fry Friday here on Critical Thinking, and that means Adam Schiff, congressional hearings, and uh, apparently school board members or teachers going after parents. Oh, boy. It's been one heck of a week. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oney. This is Critical Thinking. So, Pat, um, earlier this week, you know, we had talked about understanding what time it is, understanding yeah. what you're up against, and then deciding what you're willing to do. That we, yeah. we talked about that, right? Yeah. We, we're doing something. We are behind a microphone every day exposing it. We're paying attention to it. We're involved in our local communities as much or as little as we can be. You know, I'm literally as hyper-local as humanly possible being on the board of my HOA. Um, getting as involved as you can at the mi- micro or macro level. Um, deciding what's good for you or what's good for your family. Deciding where you want to live, how you want to live, and making some tough choice- choices because this is the time that we live in. We live in this Atlas Shrugged time as we discussed yesterday. So there are a lot of decisions that need to be made and maybe they don't be, you know, they're not made overnight, but within the next year. You've got to know what time it is, and you've got to know what your decisions are. And for those who choose um, the path of I'm going to stick it out, good for you. But I don't want to hear you bitching, right? I don't. You've understood what time it is. You should understand what time it is. And if you didn't, that's your own damn fault. But what I saw happening yesterday in multiple congressional and Senate committee meetings is some of the most disturbing things I have ever borne witness to. On the one hand, we had a House uh, committee in which a number of 
now former FBI, but FBI whistleblowers. And we're going to get into the definition of whistleblower in a second because that 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 happened during this hearing too, by the way. Sit up there and tell us that the hierarchy of the FBI was, number one, retaliating against them. Number two, was as corrupt as we all thought it was, right? We all know the information that came out earlier this week. And then over on the other side of the aisle, or the other side of the the Capitol, I should say, not the aisle, the other side of the Capitol, we watched as a, a an individual decided to expose that your banks, as we watch Silicon Valley Bank, as we watch First Federal Bank, right, or First Republic uh, Bank, as we watch all these other, you know, medium-sized banks being gobbled up and and suddenly J.P. Morgan Chase, right, has a massive portfolio in front of them that was even larger than before. You've got very limited options as to your banking. But we watched as Bank of America is exposed for literally taking your information, your data, things that you own the rights to, by the way, and just voluntarily handing over information. And oh, by the way, not just handing over information on people who were um, in and around Washington, D.C. on January 6th, but also going above and beyond that pack. And so before we get into the worst takes of the week and the best takes of the week that we saw, I want you to understand fully as we wrap this week up what time it is, what you are up against. And if you are unwilling to right the ship, you are going to reap what you sow. So let's start first, I think, with Bank of America, Pat. And I want people to understand what you're really exposed to. And I think Americans need to hear it because there are other glimpses of just how the victimization is going on and how it's victimization at scale. This is one fact that struck me. The Bank of America records, the story that Bank of America turned over the credit card transactions, whether for an aircraft or a lodging or the purchase of a cup of coffee for everyone who decided to come to Washington, to be in Washington area, the Northern Virginia area. That's one of the things that you asked questions about. There are victims all over the place. All of the people who suffered when the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security got involved in censorship with social media platforms, millions and millions of tweets and narratives being taken down. That is victimization at scale. It must be resolved. And the fact that those who profess to be most concerned about victimization of people by law enforcement in this country join in the victimization of you. I think that's the takeaway, at least for me, from this hearing. And Thoughts there, Pat. Jeepers cripes. <laughs> How upper Midwest of you, Pat. <laughs> I- How do you do business with these people? 
How do you, furthermore, how do you do business with anybody anymore? How do you trust that they aren't going to take what is, should be considered private information Mm -hmm. and not selling you out? How do you trust that? How do you, how do you do business anymore with anybody for that matter? Yeah. I mean, I struggle with it. Right. But as I was thinking about this, as I was watching this clip originally, my mind went to this, Pat. We that have been in the data protection field and the fraud prevention field for the longest time have said, you need to pay attention to how companies are using your data, right? When When you go to a user agreement, right? Don't just click on it. go to your data section and understand and read what is going on with your data. Okay. We, we have long advocated for that, but this goes beyond that. My simple question is how in the hell are you supposed to know that, that this company is doing this? How are you as a, a, even if you're a vigilant consumer, even if you are vigilant about your data and protecting it, right? How do you know that, 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 that happened? How do you know that you might have been included in that? Now, you could assume potentially if if this were to get leaked out, right? That if you were there on January 6th, if you ate at a restaurant, used your debit or credit card from Bank of America, you were probably going to get swept up, right? But this is after the fact. In the moment, how the hell do you know that Bank of America is literally handing your data over to the FBI? And we have long talked about what is going on. The biggest threat is that situation in which the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, right? We've put guideposts up, our Congress, um, the statutes that create these organizations, right? There are statutes that they have to live up to. There are laws in which they must abide by. There are parts of the Constitution in which they're supposed to not be able to violate, right? Instead, what what are they doing? They're paying companies like Bank of America or they're paying data mining companies, right? They are circumventing it by saying, oh, we got this data from an outside source and they, they gave it to us. So it's not a violation of your Fourth Amendment rights because this is a private business and they were able to find your data on publicly available blah, 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 blah. Or they, they work with this company and they were able to give us this data. And, and by the way, we've paid them for it. We've talked about that. This is a scenario that is very different than that. In so much as they literally decided, you know what? I hate everybody who was in Washington, D.C. and trying to stop the steal, Right. January Sixers, you're all terrible, horrible, go to jail, screw off. We don't want you as customers anymore. Uh, Bank of America, right? They they made that decision. Did you know that your data was being given over to the FBI? Without a warrant? With just general suspicion from Bank of America. And as he pointed out, oh, by the way, they also then went the extra mile of cross-referencing any transaction that you've had at any point in time in a gun shop or buying ammo or doing anything. This is beyond just cooperating with the federal government. 
This is them deciding who and who isn't worthy of suspicion and flagging them and putting them at the front of the freaking line for the FBI. Whether you had any actual suspicion of being involved in anything or not. Like I said, how do you do business with these people? And it's it's beyond that, Pat. It is beyond how do you do business with these people? How do you even on any level trust any right. group to not do this to you? This goes to a very basic question. Even if you want to be a vigilant consumer, right? Even if you want to be vigilant and protect your data and understand how to silo your data or or how to make sure businesses cannot do this going forward. How do you do it? You have no idea that they did this to you. Now, I mean, you could assume based off of the fact that you were there in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, again, like I said, once that story comes out, right? You can assume it. But how do you know? How in the moment when you need to actually stop the access, right? When you have to say, no, 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 no. No, you are not giving my data away to the FBI without a warrant. That ain't happening because that is my data, by the way. Bank of America does not own that. I do. As an agreement with Bank of America, they have access to that data, right? Right. But they do not have the right to do with it as they freaking please. Okay? But how do you do it? Yeah, that's what I was talking about up front, where we as in the data field and in the fraud prevention field have long talked about being smart about your data. You as a consumer have to be educated and maybe try not to do business with businesses that have these broad uh, user agreements when it comes to your data. There's no way that you would have known. That's the problem here. It isn't so much. I mean, the, the secondary problem is that that Bank of America and other companies feel like they they had the need to do this in the first place. You you look at Apple, right? Apple has one of the best consumer protections when it comes to interacting with law enforcement. By the most part, for the most part, unless you're dealing with the actual victim of the crime, right? They ain't giving up that data. Go get a warrant. And if you want the data, then you can come back and get it. Proper procedure, right? Right. 99% of the other big businesses, and this is the problem with the banking industry. Now, let's put the whole puzzle together. Where do you go? They're all doing it. They're all going there. They all believe in ESG. Your local community banks are being swallowed up, you know, by bigger and bigger fish all the time. Your options to bank have become funneled into three, four options. It's either Chase, Bank of America, City, Capital One. Name another one. Maybe Wells Fargo, right? Yeah. So, so you have five you options, just- basically, Pat, right? You have five mm-hmm. options. And all five of them, if you if you don't want this to happen to you, all five of them are doing it on whatever level. What do you do? So, so what do you do? Just pull all your money out of these banks and put them under your uh, your mattress? Put, put your money under your mattress or in your where, safe. Where do you take your paycheck, right? Right. This is the problem. This is why this is dangerous. Because this is banking is an institution, okay? That's the reality of this. 
What do you do? What are you willing to do about it? The only way that this stops is one of two things. Number one, that weaponization uh, committee, they get legislation that stops this, right? And, and that legislation is that no company is allowed to use your data in co coercion or in cahoots or however you want to put it with the federal government without a warrant, period, point blank. It don't matter. You cannot just give your data, your customer's data. Nope, that's not happening. Or number two, every single person who banks with Bank of America pulls all of their money out and puts it all in crypto and starts actually transacting in crypto. That, that's really your only option because you can't put it in another bank, right? You can't take it and move it from, from Bank of America to Wells Fargo or to Truist or to whatever bank, right? Can't do it. Why can't you do it? Because they're all doing this. Can you trust that your local community bank isn't isn't doing this either because the pressure of the FBI, the pressure of this organization or that organization – Right within the federal government is so great on a small bank. Furthermore, Pat, do you believe that the FBI or the CIA or the NSA, right, if they're coming for that data, they wouldn't say, oh, by the way, you don't wink, wink, give it to us, right? You don't voluntarily uh, provide us with this information. You might find yourself uh, on the uh, Silicon Valley bank list, right? You don't think they're above doing that, creating that scenario? I'm going to introduce you to exactly why they would do that. And I want you to hear what the FBI was willing to do to one of their own, a decorated military veteran who chose to continue service in the FBI after his military service, who dared to question the hierarchy's political narrative. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife, and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. <clears throat> they refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. <clears throat> All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying, and I'll never forget my oath. Yeah, folks, that's what they did to somebody who decided to blow a whistle internally. So what what exactly did they suspend him for? I have no idea. I don't it doesn't matter. It that 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 is an irrelevant part of this story. Doesn't matter. They, whatever they suspended him for, it was because he was blowing the whistle pat. 
That's what they suspended him for. It's irrelevant the excuse they made up for it. They they gave him the choice of either uh, you get out of this unit and we're going to ship you elsewhere and you shut up or else. And instead of just abiding by what they had told you, told him was going to happen, right? Instead of abiding by that, they did what? They, they made his life an absolute living hell. They decided to transfer him and then suspend him anyway for whistleblowing. Oh, and by the way, lest you think that this isn't... Uh, um, Government plus, if you will, right? Instead of like Paramount plus, this is going to be government plus. Uh, your your tax dollars continue to increase and increase and increase. While we watch uh, an institution like the FBI and the Democrats literally in cahoots. Unless you think that these people um, are not above doing anything to cover their own ass. Listen to this, Pat. Documents that the majority... Uh, is entitled to. So, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not aware that you're able to withhold information from the minority that we would new, need to use to prepare for a... When it comes to whistleblowers, you're not. And I would just, I would just remind the committee, remind whistle- everyone, look, Mr. when it comes Sorry, to whistleblowers, right. you are not. That's not right. It's it's shocking that the gentleman. That's not right. It's shocking that the gentleman so much about the whistleblower and the impeachment. It's shocking that the gentleman from New York would state that we had when you were part of the investigation with an anonymous whistleblower. We have. Chairman, these individuals Mr. Chairman, I, I, been can't, I can't hear five people at once. Can we have regular it, order? Mr. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, it, I recognizes. It's, I'm inquiring, and I was not. And I've told you that when it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's these at the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these individuals have been determined not, not to be whistleblowers. To these are not whistleblowers. They've been determined by the agency not to be whistleblowers. Are you deciding that they're whistleblowers? Yes, the law decides. Did you not listen to Mr. Levitt's testimony? Did you not read the law? The his law decides that they are whistleblowers. His attorney is the asserting that they are the whistleblowers. From the law has not determined that they are whistleblowers. The law has not determined they are whistleblowers. His attorney is just asserting that. Gentlelady from New York. Thank you, Mr. So, so um, the, the Democrats want you to believe at home that these are not whistleblowers, but beyond that, that the agency in which they are blowing the whistle on is telling you they're not whistleblowers. Because, you know, they have no vested interest in in making sure that they're not... Oh, wait a second. What the hell is going on here? If they're not whistleblowers, then what are they? They're just concerned uh, citizens who have an axe to grind against former employers. I'll let you let that one sink in for a little bit here, Pat. But I want you to understand the what they're willing to do to their own employees, quote unquote, their own public servants, the people who believe in fidelity, bravery, and integrity, right? There is no fidelity, clearly. that you, That's fidelity, right? Ship you out with a two-week-old baby, and then, oh, shit, we're going to suspend you anyway. Oh, and then, by the way, we're going to make sure that you don't have a house. We're going to make sure you don't have your clothes. We don't, you don't have the basic needs of your baby's life. Do our bidding, biatch. 
That's basically what they told him, right? Shut up. And then maybe we'll let you have your things again. Furthermore, when did we get into a situation in, the, in which the FBI gets to tell you where you live, what house you live in, and oh, by the way, have control over your clothes? I would love to know how that hell happened. But beyond that, Pat, I want you to listen to the testimony, the end of the testimony. There's a very pertinent question about future service inside the FBI. Well, we, we just heard from you, you, your, your interaction with Mr. Gates and how all of this occurred and all of the hardships you've gone through. If one of your really good friends or former colleagues came to you and said, I have this thing that is being covered up, and I think the American people know to, know, need to know about it, what advice would you give them? I would tell them first to pray about it long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back. Your thoughts there, Pat? Well, if, if anything that we have talked about in the last however long we've been, we've been doing the show now today, whether it be the Bank of America or this whole FBI crap, what was just described there is what time it is. If we are getting to a point in our country where you either do their bidding, and by their bidding, I mean the government's bidding, you either become their bitch or they will, they will crush you. That's the whole point of ESG, by the way. Yeah, exactly. We've talked about that for ages. I hope that you understand the totality of what you are up against folks. It isn't live in let live time anymore. It isn't. Oh, isn't that cute that they believe this, right? Uh, no, they are willing to weaponize government power. They're willing to weaponize your own monetary situation. They are willing to do whatever the hell they want to do to whistleblowers. They are willing to literally make up out of whole cloth an entire political scandal that implicates people. It, it, when we look at Rob Manafort, right? Is he a great guy? No. No, he's not. But what did they get him on? Not registering as a foreign actor, right? They will use and weaponize anything. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden, who clearly was taking money from foreign actors, state-sponsored actors, or, or people who were doing business with state governments, like not our states, but like Romania, Ukraine, China, elsewhere in influencing American policy 
vis-a-vis his dad. Is he paying the price? Not nope. yet. Rob Manafort sure as hell did. They got him on the exact same thing that Hunter Biden is doing. They are going to weaponize it against you until you bend your freaking knee. And you can do two things. You can sit back and take it, or you can attempt to change before it's too late. Some might argue that it is too late. I would argue it is not. We Because we have this stuff out in the open now. The question becomes, again, what are you willing to do about it? What are you willing to do? And if you are not aware, if you are not willing to pay attention, I, I can't help you. I, you're going to dig your own grave, quite literally going to dig your own grave. Because if you think that you're living this perfect life, and, and I've, I even heard Ali Beth Stuckey say this the other day, and it blew my mind, Pat. She was like, I, I don't really care if, if they have access to this or that or or what company is doing with, with this section of data or that section of data because I live a pretty normal life. I, I care about my babies. I, you know, I've got my show um, and I just live life and I've got nothing to hide. That, that, that's sticking your head in the sand. You may think you've got nothing to hide, but did your husband purchase a gun? Did did you um, did you tithe to your church? What if they decide that all of that is illegal? All of that is improper. It's not part of the ESG profile of your bank. It's not part of what the government is going to allow you to do anymore. The naivete of I just living a normal life. I'm just Joe Schmo or Jane Schmo uh, working on an assembly line, um, whatever, right? Those are the people sitting in jail. Jane Doe or Joe Schmo, who is 70 years old, got a 14-year sentence, attempted to put around his neck for daring not going into the Capitol, but daring to be somewhere in the vicinity of what took place on January 6th. All because he had managed to post something online that was somewhat, uh, some might interpret as inciting. Do you understand now? They were willing to take a 70-year-old grandpa in not just put him in jail, but make sure he never sees the light of day for simply being on Capitol Hill. What? And daring to speak. They're willing to literally say, you, we're going to make sure that we decide when your life gets to end. Because they'll be fully in control of that, by the way, if he goes to prison. It's insane. So they're... Don't matter. Don't matter if you've lived your life as clean as humanly possible. They will come for you. So hopefully you recognize what time it is. Hopefully you get comfortable realizing it. At some point in time, they're going to come. And what plan do you have in place when that happens? Do you... 
happen to know the right lawyers? Do you happen to <clears throat> have, oh, wait, you can't save up enough money? Because guess what, Pat? If you, even if you squirrel it all away underneath your mattress, what, what civil asset forfeiture, biatches, and it just raided your house, right? <clears throat> I see $50,000 in cash underneath the, the mattress. That's ours now, bitch. Literally, this there's a guy in Texas who's who had sixty thousand dollars in cash, and he got stopped. Okay, folks, he got stopped for speeding or something on the highway. They they noticed a duffel bag full of cash, thinking that he was some sort of drug dealer. All he was doing was purchasing a trailer for his horses. It's four years and some odd months afterwards, and he still doesn't have his money back. And oh, by the way, it isn't him against the government anymore. It's the government versus the money. In court, money has standing over you in the court of law in Texas. Right? America, bitch. Right? Texas. If you have that position of, I'm doing nothing wrong, I've got nothing to hide, you may think that the government, big business, the oligarchs on the financing, on the banking, well, guess what? You're not living that clean life that they want you to live. Uh, what was that Donald Trump vote? Right? You said you voted for Donald Trump. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we're we not going to allow your mortgage to exist anymore. Say what? Como se dice? That's what time it is, folks. We're here. So unless there's anything that comes out of Congress, and again, I do I put much faith in that? No as we've seen and talked about this week, that they haven't indicted anybody. They haven't put anybody under any sort of political pressure. Have they put up the articles of impeachment on Joe Biden? No. They can't even find the alleged informant, right, that gave the um, the oversight committee most of the information on the banking apparatus and the, the 20 LLCs. Which, by the way, folks, I want to preview something next week on our Thursday program, on our Deep Dive Thursday. We're going to deep dive into this weaponization, okay? We are going to deep dive into understanding the Biden crime family and what time it is for them versus you. We are going to lay it all out for you because you need to understand and you need to make some choices. You need to have conversations. This is the reality. If you're not doing these things, you're naive, and you're going to be the first in line to get run over. And I can't help you other than we are literally telling you to your face, understand what time it is. Understand what they're willing to do. Understanding the lengths that they are willing to go to protect their power, their bureaucratic apparatus, right? They are going to weaponize business, government, and intelligence for whatever ends they deem necessary to continue their power. We live in this banana republic time right now. We live in Atlas Shrugged. We would love to be able to pull out of the system, right? How do you do it? Crypto. That's it. And even then, we have already got our government trying to get their hands into that, right? And oh, by the way, how do you transact in crypto? Now, I know how to buy a house with crypto. Just saying. Good luck trying to get most people to 
take that though because of the fluctuation of the value of crypto, right? The the moment you make that blockchain uh, transfer, the monetary value changes. And how do you take a $400,000, $500,000 crypto and change it into dollars and cents? That's the trick. So with that being said, Pat, we still have to get into our worst take of the week, by the way. Um, and it comes from another member of Congress. It comes from, as we talked about earlier this week, the, the Durham investigation in what we knew from the IG report back in 2019, by the way. And what we've been asserting ever since then with the, the January 6th committee, with the oversight committee that was run by Adam Schiff, right? They were literally perpetuating a myth. And they knew it all along. That is the only thing that is necessarily new about the Durham report is that Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell and all these other people, right, that were perpetuating this Russian collusion storyline. It wasn't that they were being lied to, right? It wasn't that the FBI was feeding them information that they believed to be true on its face, right? But they, but that the FBI was lying to them. It's that they knew everybody in this whole situation, in this whole scenario, knew the information to not be true, knew that it was all fake. It was all made up. Not a single shred of it was true. Nothing of it. They all knew it. And they perpetuated it for three years. Kevin McCarthy got up and took on Adam Shifty Schiff, right? He literally insinuated that we might be looking at treason charges, right? And a removal of Adam Schiff, not just from committees. He should be expelled from Congress like yesterday. He should sit on no oversight, no intelligence, no nothing. His clearance, gone. His security clearance, see you later. Because he was in the middle of one of the most egregious abuses of political power of all time. And then he had the stones to uh, call the Durham report political. Yeah, this is his take, Pat. Breaking news. A MAGA Republican member of Congress, which is Marjorie Taylor Greene, just filed a motion to expel me from the U.S. House of Representatives. I stood up to Donald Trump and held extreme MAGA forces accountable. Now they want payback. They'll go after anyone who defends the rule of law. To defend the rule of law? You perpetuated an absolute... This would be like, if we were to take Watergate, Pat, right? Which is a real scandal, right? right if you right, were to yep. take Watergate and say that instead of getting real tapes, right? Like the real tapes that were coming out of the that office, right? That, they, that uh, the Nixon campaign just made up tapes. Just, just literally made them up out of whole cloth. And then presented them as the truth about their opposition and then allowed their own party to investigate in Congress and in Senate and go through impeachment, right? And all this other stuff. If it would be as if they planted, not stole the evidence, but planted the evidence and the FBI could prove back in the seventies that that was actually just fake. It wasn't real. 
And then they still perpetuated it on the, on the uh, other side. As if it was, we're, we're the ones going for the rule. Look, both sides, they're not interested in the rule of law in, in Congress. That ain't it. They're interested in their own political power. And we have long stated, Pat, on this program that we are not a nation of laws. We are a nation of political will. And we always have been and we always will be. That's why I ask you this week, what are you willing to do for your own life? for your own wealth, for your own safety, for your own families, for your own situation. What are you willing to do? And it could be small. It could be big. I'm not advocating any sort of violence, by the way. None at all. What what I am willing to advocate for is look at the people you put in power. Are they good? Are they corrupt? Are they corruptible? Are they understanding of the time in front of us? And I really struggle. I really do. There's only one, maybe two politicians. And I, I don't even know if I can trust Ron DeSantis all the way. Okay? The only one that I believe that I can trust most of the way is Ted Cruz. You don't give up. He don't. If he goes away tomorrow, Chip Roy might be the second one. If he goes away tomorrow, he'll go back living his own life. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to maybe get into the streets and protest? Are you willing to get active? Are you willing to activate in your own community to try to buttress some of this, right? Because we are the last line, right? Your local community is the last line against the federal government. In fact, it's an offensive line if you really think about it. And we've seen that, right? Political will. Sanctuary cities is a great example of that political will being done. Well, what in the absolute hell is, is Adam Schiff talking about? Defending, oh, I just defended the rule. No, you didn't. Thoughts there, Pat? If there's ever been anybody in involved in any kind of political witch hunt in the last, give or take, eight years, it's Adam Schiff. Everything <laughs> that he has done has been politics up to this point. It has never been about rule of law for him, never. Never has. Not once. And for him to sit there and gaslight you is absolutely ridiculous. After being exposed, after being exposed for not just gaslighting Mm. prior to this, literally faking a story, continuing to perpetuate the fake of the story and then gaslighting us on top of the story and then gaslighting us about his gaslighting. Well, and then then, then he's going to try and attempt to run for Dianne Feinstein's seat in California. Go ahead, man. California, at this point in time, you deserve every freaking thing that you're getting. I'm sorry. I am of the opinion that, again, this is the point of what we're talking about here for the first 40 minutes of our program. We've laid this out for you. I can't help you if you don't want to do anything about it. If you want to bury your head in the sand, you whether that's Ali Best Stuckey, whether that is somebody on the right, somebody on the left, somebody in the middle, if you want to bury your head into the sand, you get everything that's coming to you and then some. You deserve it all. And I am not going to feel sorry for you. Will I be there to listen to you? Will I be there to potentially help pick you up? Absolutely, I will be because that is the Christian thing to do. But if you want to continue to perpetuate the things that are 
it's the mind-boggling thing about cities, right? Uh, when we take a look at a city like Chicago, how the hell do you continue to do the same shit and expect a different result? Well, I'm doing what I can. So the 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 only office that Adam Schiff should be allowed to run for, though, is for prison at this point. <laughs> he should be in prison for the crap that he's done. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I think that that should be the case. I, I just don't know where what that charge would be. Could it be sedition? Because be sedition treason? is a very broad charge, by the way. Like it's that's how um, a lot of these January Sixers are being convicted. Sedition is a really easy charge to prove. It's a very low hurdle to get over. All right. With that being said, Pat, um, we're gonna skip B or not to be just for time. Uh, today, and we're going to go right in to crowning a brand new Richard of the Week. And the nominees this week, Pat? Well, they're going to be uh, Adam Schiff for Brains for uh, what we just talked about, literally. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, we have Donald John Trump. Um, because you know he had this insane attack on Ron DeSantis yet again, and uh, oh, was that the, really the Disney attack? Because he all, huh, what? What was that the Disney attack? He attacked him about Disney and Disney deciding to not put some sort of headquarters in uh, the Orlando area. I mean, I guess I guess it could be that, but I, I was more for the uh, Florida representatives endorsing uh, Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump just kind of freaking out over it, and then going after Ron DeSantis after that happened. Oh, and the, or, or was it because Donald Trump went after him for the mayor of Jacksonville becoming a Democrat, not a Republican, for the first time in a decade? Was it that? Oh, wait, question for you. Is Donald Trump also one of the quote-unquote leaders of the party? Yeah. And and wait a second. Didn't he, shouldn't he have had some power to, I don't know, show up and uh, help that person out as well? Yeah. And he's also a resident of the state of Florida. Yeah. Oh, are you telling me he didn't show up for that either? Yeah, he never like even endorsed that, and then never like made did a rally, did anything. Yeah, he didn't lift a finger. You mean to tell me yeah. that? Oh, yeah. okay. Continue on. I, th- I think we got a few more. Uh, then we have uh, Joseph Marion at Biden. Oh God, you ready for this one? Sure. Claiming that white supremacy is the biggest threat to America because that I- happened. That happened after. Richard of the Week was announced last week. Yes, you are correct. It happened at the uh, Howard University uh, graduation I have ceremony. A question. Yeah, Pat. What, hap- what happened to climate change being the number one threat to America? That's just the threat to the world. And then we have another one. Uh, yeah, his name is um, Tom Hoyt. Oh, this Tom Hoyt, Pat, who decided... To wait for this, <clears throat> New Hampshire Representative Tom Hoyt, a Democrat, sent an email to parents last night. Quote, do you know why children's results tanked during COVID? Their parents were incompetent teachers. Do your children a favor. Let the teachers teach and shut up. You clearly, you're clearly no professional. This is in response to a 
email that was sent to him saying, my name is blank and I'm a parent of four children in uh, Hoppington, New Hampshire. I'm writing to ask that you pass SB 272 without any amendments. Now, this would be a school choice amendment, right? Uh-huh. Um, who the hell do you think you are? So with that being said, Pat, um, who is your winner for Richard of the Week? Well, it, it, it must be. And I will say Joseph Marinette Biden was probably a, at least a somewhat of a second here, but I think it's got to be by far, by far, Adam Schiff for brains. You are correct. Adam Schiff for brains. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can't think there's I can't think of anything more Richard than suggesting that you were you were being attacked and um and and persecuted for just wanting to speak truth to power. You were literally the power apparatus, you dipshit. <sighs> anyway, I think it is time for us to go ahead and move on to our best takes of the week. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, I'm going to go first with my best take here because um, this one is, this is literally watching a dude get put in his place and I am enjoying every second of it. Can I ask you one more question? Fire away, honey. Okay. <laughs> um, if you have only one place in your heart for one woman or you want to have one woman in your heart, I think you said, why don't you just commit to one and choose to be faithful to her? I'm just not wired that way. I spent my whole 20s trying to fix myself. Thought you're a man of self-control. You, you work out, you do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can possess your own your own power it's and do not, direct it the way you want to direct it. It's just not how I am. It's not how I am. I've you think tried. that might be a limited mindset? I think it's none of your business, but I don't want you to think I'm triggered by you. I'm not. Okay. I saw somebody say that, and I think that's interesting. I think you're annoying, but I'm not triggered. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? No, you are. You're annoying in, in like this goody two-shoes type way, and that's fine. Uh, I'm going to live my life on my terms, unapologetically, like truly. So uh, you can ask me this 85 different ways. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm going to walk out of here the same man. Tell me you're an ass without telling me that you're an ass. Yeah, you want to talk about, um, you know, mansplaining. You want to talk about talking down to a female, right? But more importantly, you want to see what a what an empowered female looks like. That's Lila Rose, by the way, who was was speaking to um, to this douche, this douche canoe. I, I love this from the perspective of you've. She's literally telling him you've got self control. She is literally saying you're an ass. She is literally saying, be better. Monogamy, man. Right? I loved the, I loved how she put it too. She didn't put it in perspective of like you're you're a sinner and how dare you, right? Right. She just said, Okay, but you have self control in all these other areas of your life. Why are you unwilling to do self control here? The other part that I love about this as the best take is you just saw unrepentant sin. I am going to live my life unapologetically me. That's the church of me, folks. That is the church of me. She exposed it. She exposed the spirit of the age. This is the spirit of the age manifesting itself through sexuality. Right? This idea that I can just be unrepentant and do whatever I want and to whomever I want, whenever I want, however many I want, 
in whatever succession I want, right? I'm just, it's not how I'm wired. Actually, it is. Um, that's actually kind of what God's creation was about. One man, one woman. It's how we are literally wired. But hey, I absolutely love that take. All right, Pat, let's get into your best take of the week. Uh, former President Donald Trump recently stated that many within the pro-life communal movement, uh, they are they feel that your six-week abortion ban is too harsh. What are your thoughts on that? Protecting um, an unborn child when there's the detectable heartbeat uh, is something that almost probably 99% of pro-lifers support. Uh, it's something that other states like Iowa under Governor Kim Reynolds uh, have enacted. And I think that uh, as a Florida resident, you know, he didn't give an answer about uh, would you have signed the heartbeat bill that Florida did. They had all the exceptions that people talk about. The legislature put it in. Uh, I signed the bill. I was proud to do it. He won't answer whether he would sign it or not. Chris. Um, so do you remember, was it last week, week before, where, where Donald Trump uh, came after Ron DeSantis? For, it was last week. For, for yeah, because that's hard. when he signed the bill. Right. Right. Okay. So um, this is in response to that. And Ron DeSantis just comes out. And this has probably been like one of the best, best responses. Oh, no, and, was it and, Monday? Might have been Monday when Monday? he did it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it was Monday. I, I, I'm losing track of my days, Pat. Yeah. Everything just blends together. My my point is, though, Donald Trump hasn't, I mean, for, for someone that is supposedly the most pro-life president in all of American history, why is it that he can't give a position of where he stands on the Florida bill? Uh, that it might be a little too harsh. What 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 is and it's his not even a position? That's just an opinion on the legislation. It's not a position right. because his actual position, when pressed on it, is well. Um, I'm looking at options. Options, right? Which is basically the hell are you talking about? Options doing this. Mm-hmm. So, to those um, who are um, listening, you need to be watching Rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking. And oh, by the way, mm-hmm. do not forget to visit our sponsor. Over at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Get your fresh roasted coffee. Um, get your tea. Get your hot cocoa. Be prepared um, for fall. I, whatever you want to do, whatever floats your boat. But support businesses that won't insult you. More importantly, that they want to produce good products and they don't give a bleep about what your politics are. Go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code Critical Thinking for 5% off your purchase today. Again, that's coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code Critical Thinking for 5% off your purchase today. Continue on, Mr. Patoni. Yeah, so so this was, you know, I, I think a really good response from Ron DeSantis because he just basically said, hey, I have a position. I signed that position into law, and that's what Florida wanted. That's what the pro-life movement, most, most people in the pro-life movement like, what they want to see, um, and I did that. What did you do? Perfect response. And a, 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 I will say a professional response in terms of Ron DeSantis to his primary opponent being Donald Trump. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, you know, when we take a look at this, um, the, the other part of this that I, I don't know a lot of people picked up on. Did you notice whom he made the example of? 
Kim Reynolds in Iowa. Yeah. Yes, he did. That's on purpose, folks. That is a, how do we say it? A tell in the world of poker. That's a tip off from second base, right? A uh, uh, steal in the sign, if you will, in, in baseball terms. He looking at Kim Reynolds to be that running mate. He's looking at Iowa as kind of the place that he's going to plant his flag to win in the uh, primary. And if you're the Donald Trump campaign, you better have been paying attention because you got your ass PR-wise handed to you two weekends ago, or last weekend, I should say, when you decided to talk tail and not go, except for there were no planes that were grounded in Des Moines. So what you doing, brah? Um, you know, the easy, convenient excuse of weather, right? So um, if you're paying attention, Ron DeSantis is caring about Iowa and is looking at people who actually mean what they say, say what they mean, and do what they mean. That's Kim Reynolds, folks. She has been, she is the, so Christy Nome is the face, right? Mm-hmm. And she says all the right things, but she ain't doing bleep when it comes down to it because uh, the, the purse strings uh, in South Dakota, right? Kim Reynolds don't give up about those purse strings. Kim Reynolds is a badass governor. If you pay attention to what she actually has done, she is literally living out um, a conservative agenda in Iowa. She is literally enacting it. She is literally standing up to the woke pressure of society today. And on a, to use uh, from my, my best take unapologetically living a conservative governance. She's she is the less known version of Ron DeSantis, if you will. Ron DeSantis is holding the the mantle of I got I get bleep done. So does Kim Reynolds. I think that's a very powerful duo when you're going to go up against um, and say, hey, we we had our our blowhard. Now you've got I get shit done. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, Adam Schiff for prison 2024. Yes. Please be safe. Be smart. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. And please take some time to be intentional about your future, to think, to have these conversations. Please do that this weekend. And as always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.